156 on Monday the 7th of September 2015. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug. Should we have some news? So you may notice that I'm not talking normally and I'm not going to be able to drink the coffee normally because I've got a cold. Terrible, terrible cold. But in other news, I've got a cold. A terrible, terrible cold. Yep, still got a cold. That's the news. I'm not doing no news because I feel horrible and I want to get this done as quickly as possible so I can go home and lie on my sofa at home. I have a cold. This is, this I have a cold. This is, this could be fatal. So before I keel over and die, shall we do focus on? So this week's focus on is on the town of Palencia in Guatemala. Uh, Palencia is the name of the town and the municipality, uh, 28 kilometers to the west, no, northeast, sorry, northeast of Guatemala City, uh, which is the capital of Guatemala. Uh, the municipality expands over a jungle area, uh, very sparse in population, very rarely more than 3,000 individuals like living together, but the total area actually contains 52,000. Um, people <coughs> told you I've got a cold um, covers 190 square kilometers um, and has uh, an average height above sea level of 1400 meters above sea level so pretty good villages no over 17 villages and one main town of Palencia and this week's coffee comes from the very edges of that town and that was focus on So this is from my 2013 trip to Guatemala. Um, we'd never bought directly from Guatemala before then. It was somewhere that I'd really kind of got quite, I don't know, I, just, I didn't have the contacts there. But this relationship with uh, Beto has become one of uh, the strongest ones that we have. Um, a friend of mine who owns a roastery and coffee shop in Guatemala uh, introduced me to him and he'd been buying from him for a couple of years. And he was very keen for me to meet him just because of the quality of their coffee. And, it's located around about an hour's drive, although it's only 27, 28 kilometres away, it's actually quite difficult to get to. Um, and it's near the town of Palencia, which we've just talked about on the Focus On. The farm sits between 1600 and 1800 metres above sea level, and is owned by a guy called uh, Guadalupe Alberto Reyes, but everybody in it just knows him as Beto, um, for Alberto, shortened. Um, previously the mayor of the town, um, and he's helped really develop the town, he actually he has a shop in the town as well, and obviously has his farm and he's a big employer in the area <coughs> excuse me me um but yeah he's done a great job uh palencia is not part of the eight regions of coffee that anna cafe kind of regionalized so you've got you know antigua and uh Amatitalan and all these but it's actually not um and i love that fact that it's actually somewhere that there's not a lot of work being done um, and I love that fact that it's actually somewhere that there's not a lot of work being done. Um, I like being in places that are up and coming and not necessarily established. Um, the farm produces mainly Katura. Um, it has some Bourbon, um, it has some Pacamara. It also has some uh, other really unique varietals that you'll see coming up in the, the near future. We've been doing some experiments. This is our third year with Beto, so he's getting he's been planting things as we've been going along. We've got some very small crops coming from them. Um, he is a stickler for detail. So the agronomy of the farm, the organization of the farm, um, really is like so on it. And it's very much a family affair. Um, his wife, his son, his 
uh, brother, he's got cousins, like all working on the farm. Um, and in fact, his son is studying agronomy um, at a local college, so he can bring some knowledge back to the farm. Um, I love, I just love the family there. <coughs> Sorry, I, I don't mean to keep coughing all the way through. Um, no, it's, it's a really great relationship. And you can kind of feel how calm and beautiful the farm is, like, and how much it is a family thing. Um, previously, when I first went, the mill could only really produce one lot at a time because of the drying tanks and things they've got, but they've spent lots of time changing that, separating pickings, picking out varietals. Um, this part, this coffee that we've got today, comes from a part of the farm called Pidel Ciro, which is, um, has been nicknamed uh, Poco Inglaterra because it's small England. Um, the reason that we have this lot, it's Beto's favourite part of the farm. He thinks it has the best production, he thinks it has the best yield, but more importantly, he thinks it has the best quality. It's located at the very top of the farm at 1800 metres above sea level, and it really is something that's a little bit special. Um, the rest of the farm is really good. This one just stands out as being of exceptional quality. Um, and since we've been working with Beto, he's really been investing in that stuff. So he showed us that he's got lots of new planting going on all around the farm. He's got some pache, which you don't see very much of, um, which we should see coming up at some point in the future. He's built a new washing station. He's building uh, a new QC lab. He's built accommodation for the workers on the farm. So they've got somewhere that when, when it's really busy, they end up being there till three, four in the morning. They've got somewhere they can go and have a break instead of having to go home to their families. Um, and every time I visit, Beto's got something new going on and something amazing. But every time I visit as well, he spoils me. He looks after me so much. Like, I feel like I'm part of the family. Sometimes when you visit a farm, you know, you, you're going through a, a transaction. You know, you're, you have a relationship, but it's very professional. Or with Beto, I feel like I'm going to see a good friend and I get big hugs from him and the family. And we sit and chat on the, uh, out on the veranda and, and like, have a coffee and yeah always have something beautiful to eat as well um yeah always have something that's really uh, delicious and amazing they're very very good kind hosts um it, it's weird you just get this feeling sometimes that you really wanted somewhere and whenever i visit beto and his wife i feel like i'm really wanted um and and when you're traveling that's really nice so we should go through the facts and figures and names and all the rest of it. So the farm is called Finca Santa, San Patricio El Limon. Um, the farmer is called Guadalupe Alberto Reyes. Um, it's from the region of Palencia. Um, it's an altitude of 1600 to 1800 meters above sea level. This particular varietal is Catura. It is a fully washed underwater fermented coffee um, and it's absolutely delicious and I can't wait to dive into it. But before we do that, we have to go to the map bit. So what I say now is, look at me waving, look at us go up, let's go up, up, up and away. And um, we're going to go up and we're going to look at, well, that was a bit different. Um, we're going to go up and we are going to go to our left. I'm not going to hold any suspense here whatsoever. We are going to Central America. Um, I'm happy about it. I hope you are because it's delicious coffee. Um, we are going to go and look at Central America. So we can see there we've got Guatemala, we've got Honduras, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama. But we're interested in Guatemala there. So let's go down to the to, to Guat and um, we can see that we have a fact for you. There are about 21 different original Mayan languages that are still spoken in Guatemala today. I, you may need that for a pub quiz at some point or uh, to bore a loved one. Um, 
But let's go down and this is a, an original area for us to be buying coffee from. It's the first time we've ever bought from here. Um, last year was the first time. And um, let's just have a quick look. So this is Beto's house. So that's looking at Palencia. You can see that in the distance. And that is the view you get from sitting at the table um, at, uh, at his house. And I've sat there and had dinner and just loved it. So we can see the lowest point is uh, Pacific Ocean. The highest point is uh, Trajmulco Tra Tra Volcano. I probably pronounced that and ripped it apart. Um, but um, let's get a different, slightly different angle at it. So you see Guatemala City there. Um, Guatemala City, we've talked about with El Bosque, how the urban sprawl of the city has really reached out to the very edges. Um, you never used to be able to see Guatemala City from Palencia. Now you can. Um, it's, it's just crazy. That, that's how much that city just keeps growing and growing. And the planning laws are so lax and so open that it's, eating up all of this farming land that's always been there, um, you know, and has always been a, a part of Guatemala. So there you go, just whizzing around there. That's Guatemala City, you can see in the distance. And you really can see that clearly uh, from, from Beto's house. It's just unbelievable for the vistas. Um, it's a, a, one of the most beautiful places I've sat and uh, eaten amazing food. Have I mentioned Beto's amazing food? Because I keep going on about it, but he fed me twice. And the two times he fed me, I think he saved my life. When you're traveling and eating in restaurants and eating in terrible places, it just is having somebody there to kind of go, have some home-cooked food and looking after you and sitting on the, looking out at this beautiful, beautiful view. Um, really recharged my batteries for the second half of the trip. Um, so there we go. We're going to come down and just look at... That's Palencia, that, where he was mayor. Um, that's kind of what he did. Uh, that's Everybody knows him in town. As we were driving round, people were bipping their horns and waving at him. And I don't think it was in an aggressive way. I think it was in a loving way. So that was the wonderful, and a little bit longer than normal, map bit. So I hope that was a good map bit. I seem to remember it being a very, very good one. Um, yeah, but now it's time for Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. Guatemala translates as land of trees. Isn't it funny that I've got Stephen's cold? Me and Roland are very close. That's why he's got my cold. Right, I'm gonna wipe you on pause. I'm gonna get tasting delicious coffee and I'm probably gonna say that it tastes warm. Okay, so I'm back, and as I've already, have I mentioned I've got a cold? So when I've got a cold, I can taste absolutely jack. So this is going to be really interesting. So start with the espresso and give it a stir and dive in. Well, it tastes warm. Um, there's definitely heat there. Um, I'm tasting um, uh, Satsuma orange acidity. Satsuma orange acidity. I, it's, it's good to have. People help you, isn't it? And, and and what's the sweetness though, Gary? There's some sweetness there. It's milk chocolate. Milk chocolate, that's it. It's really good. And milk chocolate mouthfeel as well. It's a good job I tasted this before. Um, yeah, before I actually did the In My Mug and before I got a cold. So into the cappuccino. And good fun, Gary. Well, actually, that, that's not bad. 
normally gives me terrible foam. Um, what am I tasting in the cappuccino, Gary? All chocolate. It's just all milk chocolate, yeah. isn't it? Isn't it weird? That acidity, that satsuma orange is just gone. It's chocolate just milkshake. Chocolate milkshake. I like the chocolate milkshake. It's, Good. You should do it in my mugs more often. Actually, we might just get Gary's Gary's in my mug from now on, and it'd be much easier than me having to taste and do stuff. So into the brood. Now I could actually taste the oranges in there. So me and Gary were talking about this before we came in because this is a bit set up, but it, I really can't taste a thing. And. The first year we had it, it was Satsuma oranges. And do you remember it, Gary, the first yeah, time we had it? It's like, it's amazing coffee. And then last year, that orange just kind of went, it was there, but it was underneath. Now it's come racing back, and I can actually taste the oranges in it. It is so orangey. It's a Terry's chocolate orange. A Terry's chocolate orange, because you get that chocolate come through, and I'm not getting the chocolate. I wish I was getting the chocolate. Um, what about the other sweetness in there? It's so? brown sugar. Brown sugar sweetness. Yeah. Brown sugar sweetness and the mouthfeel is just silky, silky thick, gloopy, covers the tongue. You're definitely going to start doing this. This is definitely going to be your gig on a Friday from now on. <laughs> um, no, thank you, Gary. Thank you for your assistance. Much appreciated. I'm sorry I can't taste it. If Beto's watching this, I feel really bad, Beto. I'm a bad man. But I've got a cold and I'm dying and I'm going to go home and cuddle up on my sofa. So. Thank you very much for joining me as always and do remember life is definitely too short for bad coffee and definitely too short to be having colds and not be able to taste anything. <laughs>